Hello. Welcome to the Teach Out Sunday podcast. I've got something in my eye. Um, yeah, welcome. What's the matter with right, you? Who are you? I just got something in my eye. <laughs> I don't know right? what it is. I don't know what it is. It could be anything. <laughs> could be, could be, could be <laughs> ash yeah. from from a from no, a car. Could be anything. Um, uh, how are you? I'm Miles Pennell, as I'm as usual. Aside me, it's my comedy sidekick. Well, I want to aside you. I'm opposite. <laughs> opposite me is my comedy sidekick, uh, Chris Moyles. And um, yeah, I'm um, Comedy Dave. You'd be Comedy Dave, yeah. wouldn't you? Oh, have you got loads of comedy for today? Oh, oh I've got a lot of comedy. Oh, it's so funny. No, um, How's, no, it's a bit shit actually. Today. Oh. If you are listening at the beginning, I would turn off because it's not going to. Not on this one, but it's a good episode. It's going to be a bloody oh, good yeah. episode. No, 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 I don't think it is. You don't think it is? No, I think it's. You listen. You just listen to Detroiters. Gary, how was your week? Detroit. Can I just do something? Can I just do something? Um, hello and welcome to How Big Are the Wheels? I'm Gary Forrestal. You might as well. That's what it could have been. That's what. That's just an option that it could Say have been. Say it again. Hello and welcome to How Big Are the Wheels. How big? I don't even know that as quote. That's in the quote in the show. I'm seriously. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's in this show. Pathetic. Did you listen to the show? I did listen to the show on okay. my way here. As listeners that would know more about this than Miles, this is one of the quotes from the show. And this was a potential name that I considered for the, for the actual name of this podcast. And I think it would have been a bit better. Yeah. Um, this episode. Just, sorry, I just that 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 look when you know you set, you sort of you set your stool out. You say something. Just look into your eyes. It's fear. All I can see in your eyes is fear. Like what are you talking about? Like I, that's all I get. This episode. Uh, so th- yes. Yeah. Tell us about this episode. <laughs> Who's going to do that? This is from the sixteenth of October, two thousand and two, and in this episode, uh, <laughs> Ricky's got a hangover for the second week of Rockbusters and Carl wants to be Frog Boy Educating Wiki has its second instalment and this is like a thing that sort of dominates the episode isn't it um, Ricky's got a hangover at the start of this episode yeah. actually this dominates there's another episode I think it's episode 18 which we'll get to but where he's hung over but this one he's really he's hung over I think he's drunk show. I think he's hung over but um, I think he's in that bit where like you think all of the alcohol's left your system and some of it it, some of the residual alcohol is still there and enough that you think I'm just going to really annoy everyone yeah because it one, is fun to annoy people one thing I'd I know that for do, true yeah you do annoy <laughs> me now one thing I'd never do is ever present the show drunk at least you'd know Gary have you had a lot of time to present the show I've had a lot of time I've had a lot of time to present the show today um, I, in fact, I'd honestly say this show is I, I'd be lying Rick Miles, if I didn't say that this show was in my top five, I think shows it's probably in, in mine too. Of, I think or, also because it's, it's like a proper turning point. This is like <laughs> you know, pull pull the handbrake and swerve to the left. This is a real game changer in in terms of dynamic between the three because I, I because Ricky is really getting under the skin skin of Carl Pilkington because he's like you know I'm with you, Steve. You know he doesn't he hasn't got a lot to this week. You're having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the attitude of Carl to Ricky does change slightly this this episode, but I wouldn't call it a I wouldn't call it a complete change in direction. I I would say this is more. I, I don't think this show is pivotal in the like. There's some shows that I think are pivotal, like the introduction of Rockbusters, the introduction of Carl being able to do a game um, that other people who are listening can contribute to. 
And there's some other changes too, like there's the, the episode where Carl really, truly gets pissed off. And that, that episode, which I think 44, sets up the whole of Series 3. Yeah. Like, getting Mondays off, all this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it destroyed but, a man, Steve. <laughs> but, but, no, I, I, I know what you mean. But I just say this episode is just funny in and of itself. It's funny. Yeah. It's just a really good I think, episode. I think it's just because Carl, Carl, like, um... That he is in control of the show and respect that he is very much producing, mm. like the show. Like he he's got his features. He knows how they're going to work. He knows how they're going to be laid out. He's producing the show in a way that he did it beforehand. Like he's got his set features now. He set them all up, rolling. That like he knows how they're going to be. Yeah, yeah. I should but- say at this point. Sorry. Um, if you haven't listened to the show, do pause now and then come back to us after. Um, I'm going to put a link to the original episode. Do pause episode. now and never come back. <laughs> no, do come back because I don't want you to be like that. But come back now. Okay, now. You're going to come back now. Oh, now. they just eared clever yeah. like they did. Yeah. As if they... Oh, and here we are again. Yeah, exactly. yeah, So they've just listened to the whole episode. So yeah. now they're like, yeah. Um, but I, I think that it's... Um, it's just, I think the interaction between, and I think this becomes key, is that Steve is like a foil to Carl and Ricky's interactions, and I think that starts in this episode. Yeah. Like he, he is particularly in this episode. Like, it's about Ricky and Carl, but it, Steve is a great foil. Like, yeah. I don't know, it just, for me, it's, it's, it's something. I, I love that thing that Ricky says, he goes, any, any reason why you're hungover? Too much wine. <laughs> Too much wine. Well, but, but then the, he also says, who... Yeah, but who can plan a hangover? But the, Which my, is true. My favourite bit is the big, very, very beginning, where just where he says the word dubs, because he's dubs. slightly half laughing under his breath, because yeah. he's not laughing, like, it's not audible, and it's not like a wha- wild Ricky laugh, but he's like, dubs. And he just knows that Steve knows he's completely hungover, but, and Carl but knows, gets, but just dubs caught by the river, and it's them 104.9. Steve, Carl, Carl, and everything. All right. <laughs> right, and and then Steve just laughs a bit, but it's like Steve knows Ricky. You've got one because at this time, I don't think they were right in the second series. I think they've done. Eating cheese I think they've done the second series of The Office, or they've done the first series, and they weren't right in the second. He had nothing to do with this show. In a week. <laughs> and also the fact that he's sort of joking about when he says, "I haven't had a lot of time to prepare the show." He literally had nothing to do. All he had to do was turn up at a radio station and talk absolute drivel to Carl Fulkerton and Steve Merchant. Yeah. But to be fair to him, it actually is a great show and it really yeah. is a big part of that. But Ricky yeah. can do it hungover, you know. I couldn't. But... Well, I've seen you do shows hungover. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also getting drunk at the same time. So it cancels that. Count. Count. Oh, no, I, I, I think, no, this is definitely one of the What are your, like, top points from this episode? I really, I mean, out of all the educating Rickers that they do, this is the best. What's tomato with you? That's one of them, but then, uh, actually, sorry, I'm thinking, that is, it's a great educating Ricky, but actually there is a better educating Ricky, which I think is next week, which is, he's not his fault, but we won't save that. Have you ever used any of Carl Pilkington's educating Ricky segments in real life? Like, no, but if, if you're being relaying like factoids, you know, they don't want Steve Wright. No, but I've used his sayings to unsuspecting people who don't know what they mean, and it's not to be funny because what they wouldn't find then? it funny. I, I mean, there's one thing that 
um, Ricky says that this episode, out of all the things we quote to each other in the show, yeah. this is the one we do more than any. I wish I had that. that. That's we do. That. How often do we do that to each other? Like, if anyone said, oh, "I've got, I've got these, I've got this wine," uh, I wish I had that. You know, I wish it's, I had it's getting that. boring. Probably to anyone else who's listening, even a fan of the show, it'd be boring. But to us, we love it. Please do email in. What is your piece of email in? Oh, you can tweet us now at trout underscore d. Um, and twat, Why did I sign up? To and twat us, twat us your 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 favourite things that you've used in common parlance that you've taken from the Ricky Gervais show because I'd love to hear them. Yeah. And and do you ever say things in company that people look at you and go what? Yeah. Because I did it with the office actually. Someone I work with, um, I always I I always said in a this way, was before I discovered the you've ruined it yeah you, before i discovered the shows i always said to this guy, to everyone in my life not to be funny because it's not funny on its no. own it's not funny but i always said in a way and, yeah. and i always said it like that in a way and i looked yeah. to the side and this guy i worked with is training me at the time in fraud why well, and uh, no he said um that's from the office, isn't it? He's like, why do you keep saying that? And then it became a thing between us. But that I, I always do Ricky stuff. And stuff I think it's really show. nice when you can go. Oh, what you listen to the Ricky Gervais show? If you, if you can pick up a no, he, that was an office. No, thing. I know. Ways an office. But I've I've had encounters with people who have said a joke and they clearly have taken it from the show and they think that I don't understand what they're saying and they go, hang on a minute. I know where that's from. Well, you can work in media. Well, when you work in fraud, you let meet less people who, work, who <laughs> listen to the Ricky Gervais show. Um, I don't work in fraud now. No. I, I, like, I like what he says. It's like, when people do remember, he goes, I think it keeps people interested. He said, if you say a headline, it keeps people... And they go, and, the, and it's just when Gervais goes, no, they've forgotten immediately. They've forgotten immediately. Yeah, that's not on this show, is it? Oh, is it? Okay. We both, both seem like we don't know what we're talking about. I said at the beginning, the beginning, you didn't even know what I was talking about. Gary, I want to. There was, there was a moment in the show where they have an encounter with a bloke with a ponytail, and he says, oh, I've just nicked one of your CDs, and just nicked one of your DVDs. <laughs> and, and, and he described Carl Apoka to describe him as being like the shady character from like the far show. Yeah. And, and I guess, what does he do? Does he sell them? And. To emphasise this, you know, what sort of price people would pay for old office memorabilia, we're going to play a game of Strike It Ricky, all right? I was unaware of this, yeah, but I'm equally excited about it. I'm excited about it too. I'm going to present you three selections of products from, from, from office memorabilia, and you've got to tell me which one's higher and which one's lower. I will only do this if next week we play 15 Taiwan and you get 15 items from Taiwan. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. About 14 yeah. items. <laughs> okay, cool. So these are all taken from uh, items that I've sourced on eBay, popular So can I website. just clarify? This is memorabilia that's being sold on eBay about The Office or The XFM show, which is about The Office. It's about it's related to Ricky Gervais. Okay. And the office. So item one is the office complete series one and two and the Christmas specials DVD. Now that is at two point two pounds eighty seven. Okay. Two pounds eighty seven. Yeah, it's a bargain, isn't it? The entire office, basically. The yeah, entire office. Everything. 
two pounds eighty seven, including all the deleted scenes. Now, like fifteen quid in the back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, so the, the next item, item you got to say is that higher or lower, Mrs. Brown's Boys to movie with Brendan O'Carroll. This is new, and that was from two thousand and fourteen. I know you wouldn't have asked me this if it was lower, so it's definitely higher. What guess are you going to say? Oh, do I guess the price as well? Well, I thought I'd just guess higher or lower. You're, okay. you're would, right. You're right in saying it's higher. I would say eleven fifty. It's four pounds oh seven. Okay. Yeah. So you could be the happy owner of Mrs. Brown's Boys. I, I didn't realise eBay had things this cheap. I might buy a hedge trimmer. <laughs> well, you have a hedge. No, I don't know. But I might buy a hedge trimmer. Anyway. Next one. Carl Pilkington, an idiot abroad, moaning of life, signed photo, autograph. Higher or lower than £4.7. Well, this is a separate item, a separate series of items. So that's... Is that going to be higher or lower? No, do it yeah, higher or lower than £4.7. Higher. Pounds, seven pence. higher. Fiver. £74.99. Say it again what it was. It's a Carl Pugton, India Abroad, Moaning of Life signed photo. It's just the photo. 75 quid. Wow, I tell you what. Back like this radio show that we're listening to now that we'll get back to soon, but um, imagine then Ricky wanted to promote Carl so much. Imagine if then if if you said Carl Pilkington's signature will go for seventy four pounds. Like imagine what Ricky would have thought back then. Uh, higher or lower, uh, Gary? Is it just me? Signed Miranda Hart Hard book, two thousand and twelve autobiography. I that's a pause there. Would have thought an audible pause. I would have well, it's audible, so let them listen to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will. I, I I would have thought lower, but I don't think you'd have asked me this unless it was higher. So I'm going to say higher. It's lower. Oh, okay. Forty-four pounds ninety-nine. A, a, a snip at. <laughs> that's an absolute snip. Next one, the XFM Vault, the best of Ricky Gervais show with Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkerton, Volume Two. How much would you say the XFM vault cost? Is it, it, is it, it higher or lower sorry, than the signed Miranda Hart? It might have sounded like a cut there, and that's because there was a cut, for reasons that we won't even explain. Um, I would. How much would I say the Miranda signed? Uh, You've no, done the Miranda. Yeah, but, but how, is the XFM vault higher or lower? Lower, lower, lower. Much lower. Fiver. Correct. Not five, but it was one pound ninety nine. Yeah. Imagine that you get one pound ninety nine. It's best of. It wouldn't be as good as this. What we're doing now. Oh, 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 oh do you mean this or what we're reviewing? No, because I think it would Both. be better than this. I think it'll be a lot better than this. Uh, that was one pound ninety nine. Okay. After that, this is the last item now. Sun TV magazine from twenty fifth of March two thousand seventeen, and this is the Mrs Brown's Boys front cover. Uh, this is not the Radio Times. This is the Sun TV magazine. Is that higher or lower than the XFM Vault, the best of Ricky Gervais? Autographed. No, no, just literally the front cover of a magazine. So With Brendan O'Carroll It's from 2015, did you say? 2017. 2017, so it can't be considered in any way an antique. Now, if you said to me 1994 and it was Father Ted or something, my answer would be different. But I never would. No, you never would. <laughs> but I, I think it's lower than £1.99. It's higher at £6.99. You could be the proud owner of an old Sun TV magazine. Why? Because it says Mrs. Brown's on the front. He's on the front of it as Mrs. Brown, that hilarious comedy character. Oh, right, okay. Imagine that, like going, having that in your in your flat and going, oh, like, you're a it, fan? Would you, what, would you get like a, a, a picture frame to pick, hang it on the well, wall? Well, I never would. No, not you. <laughs> I, it's generic you, but, you know... <laughs> 
I, I'm questioning humanity here. Not yeah, you. you should be. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately, you won strike at Ricky. You got two out of three. So what would you win? You win a break, Gary. You get a, you get a lovely podcast a break. What, break. A break to... A break to like the Do Dominican Republic. No, just a break <laughs> okay, from recording well, great. for a bit. Okay, so can you press press stop now? I'm out of I'll press stop. Gary, you won. You won that game of Strike It, Ricky, and you won a break. A whole break from me for about how long were you away from me? I don't know, about seven minutes. No, it's about about a minute. But you weren't counting. Do you know? I feel like a new man. You feel? <laughs> I do. I do. I I like to get. I'm like the Father Christmas here. I like to give people exactly what they want on this show. And talking of what they want, they want to hear more chat about episode 16th of October 2002. This is episode nine of the Ricky Gervais. Uh, show on XFM. Yeah, and I genuinely like. I, I know I say this sometimes, and you know we say this generally, and it's fine. But I really would urge you to go listen to it. Mars, you'll put a link. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mars does oh, it. He puts production me. I literally can't do it. But Mars put a link. But but please listen to it. It really is a good show. And actually, I would say if you if this is the first show of ours you've listened to. Go back to the beginning of ours, mainly because it gets our listener count up. It but does, other, yeah. for other reasons, it's because actually you get a good idea of the show from the beginning of when Carl was. I'd say involved. we're getting better as well at this radio thing. I think we're getting slightly worse, but it, <laughs> we started from a low point, so it's fine. Um, I like that bit when when Carl's when Ricky's talking about oh when he's talking about that 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 anecdote where he talks about the guy who's stealing the DVDs and he goes I've got got to tell you this before is is that audible that you can't quite hear what he's saying but he's really slurring he goes oh, talking is harder than you think yeah and juxtaposing Gary you know I have been drunk on air and talking is really hard when you're a bit pissed do you remember that time and I'm not going to say like. In general, we don't we don't drink on it. But let's let's say we're not, certainly not drunk on it. That's say that, in a parallel what, universe when we're broadcasting a par- on a hospital radio station between between two and four of a Saturday from Mars in a parallel <laughs> universe. But we're not we're not drunk on it. But there was and we never were drunk, really drunk on it. But there was one time where we had we, just be, just before we left. No, I had sambuca, you had tequila. But we we just before we left. Just the Sambucan. Oh my god! On air, I was spinning. I couldn't work the decks. But and I, I hate you know the what? Decks. I really like a radio show because I think, in addition to this show being about the regular radio show, it is also about radio and the beauty it's of immediacy. radio. The immediacy. The immediacy of radio. And and you know, I love it when you get like a sneak behind behind the the curtain, and you know these talks about production meetings and the fact that you know apparently I heard this uh, from one of my colleagues, who's much younger than me. And they were listening to Radio 1, and this is the day after the Brits. And apparently they were all joking about, you know, all the Radio 1 DJs were a bit pissed, a bit hungover, because they... they Coked up. Bit coked like up. Yeah, probably, they were, but because they, they, they went to the Brits, and that's obviously like a big date in the Radio 1 calendar. And I just, I love the fact that maybe for one day, out of 365 day, <laughs> days, the Radio 1 DJs, like... Let their guards slip and they, you know, expose themselves to real people. I would say that the Radio 1 DJs let their guards slip more than one day a year. I think that if you followed them, mm. they would be... Pro- a lot of them are... You know, it's that thing, because we did the episode with Claire and it was like, 
you know, which which ones still have a problem, but they don't realise it. Like, <laughs> but it's true. Steve is being, it's a true thing. That's one thing about Ricky that I kind of admire still, even to this day. Like he I used to be really believe, pissed in the like, early shows, like the really really early yeah. shows. And maybe at one point we'll come back to them because yeah, I, I would like to come back to them because I'm less familiar with them than you are. They're but, brilliant, but they're I, really brilliant. I would say one thing that I genuinely believe. About, there's so many. There's like one thing like the proverb more people are on coke than you think so is that true is yeah, that something abs- people say it's absolutely something people say more people are on coke than you think so freer but certainly media but I genuinely I do believe and I, do, I don't believe this is like a like a pretend thing Ricky has probably never tried drugs and that, that, that kind of I admire that in him I, I, I think I'm, he probably did in the early days when he was like I, on the door I, and stuff I, I, but like so I is everyone but I, I, I honestly believe kind of that he hasn't because if he had then he probably would be on them now Steve probably has but I think for so. all Carl the definitely has No, no, no. But I think, yeah, well, he's scared of them. He says he's scared, he's scared of drugs, and I'm scared of drugs, actually, to be fair. I'm trying to get Mars off. No, sorry, not get Mars off. <laughs> keep, sorry, keep, keep Mars, Mars off. Because, yeah, drugs. he's not. He's not. And, and if you'd like to donate to the campaign, keep Mars off drugs. Please listen and subscribe. But like and subscribe. Th- there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a twin campaign going on. Keep Gary on drugs. Yeah, that's an often proverb that yeah. people use, you know. That's um, a joke. Gary, uh, Gervais pit pitches a lot of different scenarios to Carl like what would you what would yeah, you rather do yeah I was do? doing something to you but I couldn't Gary, be bothered uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Gary what animal would you never trust now Carl chooses he chooses the perfect because a wasp you wouldn't I don't think I'd trust a beaver a beaver? Why? Because you just like saying beaver, don't you? I though? do. Yeah, it's so true. Gary, no, for a long time we had this fixation beaver. on an image of <laughs> a family, a family of beavers. beavers from the Sylvanian family collection, which is still one of the funniest photos. If we were to do make I, make Gary Forrest laugh, I would give you that image, like, ev- and maybe ev- we might even tweet that image every year. Roughly, not exactly on the dot, but every year, roughly, I tweet, my, I, I send Mars that you image. You that image. I twat, yeah, I WhatsApped him that image, and he he laughs at it. So. I do before, yeah. I'll be fair. What animal would you never trust? I don't know. I I don't think I'd trust a. I don't think I'd trust a fox. They're a bit foxy. I had a standoff with a Mexican standoff with a fox once, where we just both looked at each other. And gazed at each other, and I was like, "I Did have you to make lover." <laughs> no, I thought I just have to get to my flat now because he's just going to bite my leg or something for his hungry yeah, family. They, don't, they do smell. I left. Bad I left well. a chicken carcass out, and he just in a bin once. And I literally watched. I used to watch just foxes. Is that for your girlfriend. <laughs> With, this is a very cheap activity if you're looking for dating activities. Just watch fox <laughs> rip open do, bin yeah. bags, and it took this chicken carcass out, and I was like, I can just see it running from my my the Americanos the. Le- I, I call my ankles the Americanos. Oh my God. And that, uh, I, I'll say this, because you might think, you might listen to that and think, it's a joke, well, he does very... He does, no, no, he might, but I, I know him. I don't know he did that, but I know that's true. I know that's true, because you do... You but I don't to... do any exercise, so it's a miracle that my calves are that huge. It's mental. My calves are quite... Um, they're, they're, they're. I, I like the shape of my thighs, but I don't like the shape of my thighs because they're too fat. But my calves are just the right proportion. You're listening to fat calves here. <laughs> so, <right? laughs> but, but, uh, one thing about Mars is, well, he never wears shorts. That's you will never see me. Uh, I did you spa, will never see me in a pair of shorts. I, I you you did. And I was uncomfortable. 
There was a reason why <laughs> we were naked in bed together as well. Weren't we? No, we, we never. No, we weren't. We weren't. Gary, what would you rather if be? If Kalina's listening, would you be uh, a donkey carrying Mary, a Saigon prostitute in 1975, or Moby Dick? Do you know, I'd probably be the prostitute because she's earning a lot of money. <laughs> she is in 1975 as well. Good, good tip. <laughs> Gary, would you rather be Frog Boy, Amploid? Or Sado. I've genuinely thought about this my whole life because I've listened to... Well, my whole life that I've listened to the podcast. That's the thing. Actually, you don't know this. I am actually Sado. If I'm someone Sado! To me, if someone speaks to me, they do get sad for the rest of the day. We're, that's why we're doing this podcast, because we're I, both Sado. You know, I was... I, we're, we're about to do our... Fa- we'll do our favourite quotes very, very I've soon. I've got about 28. <laughs> so. We'll get to them. But I had a, a strong fascination with... I, I went, when he went... I listened to that for about 20 times after that literally sequentially yeah yeah I do like I just it. thought there's something really funny about the human voice and what you can be what, what is so funny about the human voice you know so you would be sado and make people cry when no, you walk into a room no I wouldn't I am sado I wouldn't pick that but I, I happen to have those superpowers but I would probably pick what was the first one I can't remember frog boy amploid what Come frog, here, frog boy. I'd pick. I'd like Carla. You get blop. Yeah. Blop. Um, one that I really like is when he goes, "Would you rather have a lemon for a head, a radio, a head. radio for a What's head?" What's next? And Carl goes, "Radio head." Oh, no, we've done, done that. that, one. <laughs> done that one. <laughs> and Steve's laugh after that is really he's good. Yeah, yeah. Or a talking head, and he goes, uh, "And it's, 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 it's my head." It's my head. <laughs> That's an interesting point, actually, because... Thanks very much, when, I made it to No, me. not the point you made, but uh-huh. the point I'm about to make. <laughs> I'm bigging myself up. I'm bigging up my role here. Well, please do, because the starter show wasn't any good, so please continue <laughs> making it good. Steve, if Steve laughs during the show, because he doesn't laugh that often, if he laughs, you know it's really funny. Like, if Steve laughs at well, something... Well, he just can't believe some of the stuff at Yeah, summer. but there's some, there's some um, sequences that happen between Ricky and Carl that are really funny... You don't hear Steve. Steve doesn't. You you do not hear Steve. He doesn't laugh. But so when Steve does laugh, he's got that laugh. Like when Ricky laughs, it's just it's great. Like it's lovely to hear Ricky's laugh. But it might not be funny necessarily outside of Ricky and Carl. But it makes it funny that Ricky laughs. I don't laughs. understand that how people can get annoyed or like that hate Ricky's laugh because it's it's from the heart. He means it. Like he he genuinely finds the stuff hilarious and. It's that thing of you know, laughter is the best medicine, and it's contagious. And and I, I think his laugh is just so infectious. Like it's affectionate, it's loving because they are really good friends. Like, it's warm. Yeah, it's warm love. And oh, of course, he's taken the piss out of Carl a bit, but that's the thing. I think we've all got friends like that who I, we sort of take the piss out of a bit. Yeah, I think both of us. Um, yeah, for us, it's you. A few people, <laughs> in, me and a few guys who know you, it's you. But I, I think both of us feel the same in that when I see Rick interviews with Ricky now, his laugh doesn't seem as real or as warm. Yeah. Or as fa- like, and I, and I know a lot of people who listen to this will be massive fans of Ricky. I say a lot, but like whoever, out, as a proportion, massive fans of Ricky. And you might hear me say that and think, what do you mean? Like, he, of course, he's fine. I, like, it's not radically different, but go back and listen to some interviews he's done recently and listen to his life. It, it seems a bit more manufactured. And that is not, I'm not criticising anything about Ricky on this show that we're doing or in this whole period that we're reviewing. But li- go back and listen to his recent interviews, and he doesn't seem as genuine. Mm. 
That's like my the, take. Co- the, no, I think the, you agree with me. I do, I do. Like he does that thing with you know getting coffee with um you know Jerry Seinfeld, and it's just like it, it either seems like really awkward or really put on, but never feels authentic in the same way. And actually, it doesn't seem authentic actually in the podcasts. He goes. It does seem authentic to me, but it doesn't seem as authentic. It does not seem as authentic. This, the only pit, and that's why we specifically chose not to review the podcast, but to review the XFM shows, because we love these. We're falling in love with these. Oh, we actually, yeah. all, that's a bit, yeah. Anyway, what do you we, think you look so out of hair then? <laughs> we'll come to, I can't wait till we get to the episode. But um, yeah. in fact, I, I am wor- worried because my my uni people will listen. Gary's so worried about your uni people. No, 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 let's not. Yeah. But um, I am genuinely because right. it's a very you know. Don't worry but, um, about it. But Ricky in the podcast had already started to wane to be not as not as um, not as genuine yeah. as he was in the external show these shows I love because Ricky is one of the funniest people I've ever heard or seen he did the office I'm not whispering I'm not whispering oh, you're whispering I know I'm not one of the funniest people I've ever heard or seen but he's only funny in this short three year period and and to me I know you might love Ricky now and if you do I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong but I'm just saying go back and listen to some of the interviews too, and, and see what you think because actually re-review it because I let my love for Ricky cloud my judgement of him like um, my judgement of him in more recent times for a long time but now I've looked back and realised I don't see the same and it's not and this now you're right when he laughs at the thing when he got a blip it, it's, 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 it's so real and genuine that's the most apart from it being funny it's really funny but apart from it being funny the main thing that keeps it brilliant is the fact that it's genuine and real and to just to, just to wrap that up, Gary, would you rather be a puppy or a kitten? <laughs> puppy. Looks better. Like to hump a leg. <laughs> oh, it was really funny. <laughs> oh, I can, I just say, can, I, can I just say that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Are you recording now? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, can you just, just describe what's happened? I can't, no. Basically, I'll sum it up. I'll sum it up. We attract strange people, especially this part. <laughs> How did you describe this part earlier? Um, well, actually, one of the one of the things that interested me about it was actually on every single TV TV that they had inside, they show they're showing racing. So it's every single TV, aren't they? So, so they've been to a betting shop before. Been to a betting, been to Labrooks. <laughs> what Lille. got me was that that guy he gave, he gave you a noogie. <laughs> Because he ruffled your hair. If it had been down to you, <laughs> I, I can literally, I can see inside of your soul as he did that. No, no, no. <laughs> but I was pleased he went. But you would have invited him to the table, been like, "Hello, come join the party." Rubbish. Was, he was complete. Uh, <laughs> you just look around, make sure it's not he, there. He's off, off his head. On, yeah, on it's a brummy substances, right? Which actually brings me brings me up to the point where Carl Pilkington, he talks, he relates a story, and he goes. He's talking about leaving the kid in the wheelie bin. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> I, I've put a thing about that. Can I just interject here? Do you believe that story? Because I don't believe that story. Okay, so I don't believe it. Let's go through the story. So, Carl uh, um, Pukerton's dad was a cabbie at one point, And, you know, at one point he says he used to drive people to Blackpool 
from from Manchester, which is about how far is that? I don't know. It's about seventy miles. Do you work for the, uh, the travel office? I don't you? know. I mean, I might be wrong. <laughs> and uh, and he he describes this point where he puts a charge of learning difficulties into a wheelie bin. A wheelie bin. Because he was getting out of hand. And. And Ricky loses it. He goes, because he was getting out of hand. He picked the lid up, lad up and put him in a wheelie. No, it's just because he said because Carl describes story and then he describes story and Ricky Ricky laughs. He doesn't even ask. He just goes and then and then and then and then just because he picked him up and put him in a wheelie bin. And I've got that as one of my favourite quotes. Actually, he goes every time he says it. Every I do believe he did it, incidentally. But think about this. I used to, but he's driving to Blackwell, put a lad in a wheelie bin. He, he, there's, a, there's a lad making trouble on the minibus. He stops, takes him out, puts him in a wheelie bin, drives to Blackpool, and on the way back, picks him up again. Come on. Well, I've worked this out, actually. On the way back, so he's leaving for Blackpool, he puts him in a bin, it takes 44 minutes to get to to get to Blackpool from Manchester and 44 minutes back. What's that? An hour and 20, hour and 30 minutes? About an hour and 30 minutes. But they don't, they stay in Blackpool for a certain amount of time. They don't just come oh, straight shit, back. Yeah, you're right. You know, they don't just go to Blackpool and say, oh, there's Blackpool, <laughs> see you later. See you later. Um, how long is that kid in the bin for then? Five, six hours. There's no way. I don't believe because he was a normal kid apparently. There are some <laughs> stories that Carl tells, and he tells them differently each time. Now, there's a, well, there's one we'll get to it obviously when we get to the episode, but there's there's one where he tells about his his mum's or his his auntie's boyfriend looks like Ken Dodd. Yeah. Now he tells that two different ways. He said tells that as I said nice to meet you Ken and he says his dad says nice to meet you Ken at a different time I just I'm sure all of these stories from Carl he's very real and I'm not saying he's lying completely I'm just saying it's embellished that's all I'm saying I'm saying it's like it's it's not quite what happened well Hmm. I've actually put that cab story hyphen embellished question mark that's part of my prep (laughs) That's part of my prep. Don't you knock know it. you haven't done a lot of preparation for the show. There's a little preparation. <laughs> preparation. Gary. Let's do some favourite quotes. Let's do some top quotes of the show. I will start. I will start because you, you, you've got some as well. Okay, so go on then. We've got a lot of this. Um, this is not sequentially, but just in order of what I've written them. Carl, are you hung over as well? <laughs> Carl's just a bit like, Carl's just a bit uh, like... Just uh, like so, Carly, you have a, that's a great line from Steve. Really good line from Steve. The, the last bit where he says, "Right, see you then." <laughs> that's one of my favourites. See you then. See, this Ricky's just so fed up. Yeah, so fed I know. Up that's that's um, another one I like is um, that's that's next week's stuff. Like when Carl's yeah. doing the Rockbuster surprises. That's that's next week's stuff. Like it's a really funny line from Carl, and actually yeah. that line shows, and amongst other lines, how funny. Apart from anything else, not just not not funny, kaboom, and stupid. Just genuinely have a good sense of humour. Oh, he has. does. That's that's next week's stuff. Brilliant line. It's um, it's that bit because in this week's they're giving away the um Peter Horton. I still want to get Peter Horton on the show. I want you to get Peter Horton on the show. Imagine if we got Peter on the show. What would I ask you? Like, um, I don't know the first thing about Peter. I know, I don't. But we don't need to. We just say, um, 
So they gave away your DVD, Children of the Corn, uh, and they mentioned your name. What do you think about that, Peter? Here's 200 quid. Thanks for coming down. See you later. <laughs> I wouldn't pay it. Sorry, and number 75 five. quid, Max. And number five. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know where I got it from. Yeah. That's when he's talking about his his facts that he always gets from Ananova. Yeah. And he's going, I don't know where I got that from. I don't know where I got it from. I love it. I've, um, not arbitrary, is it? This film title is not going to be arbitrary. This film title is not going to be arbitrary. And number four, I've got... I don't want my name to this. It's the Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's a great line. Again, <laughs> because Carl Wilkinson, he goes... He, also, like what this. we were saying about in the last episode, when we were discussing, you know, the interviews that he's had with selective podcasts, and how much was riding on this show, and, like, he really couldn't afford to get sacked. Yeah. And so, that was like... That was no, like... That was like signposting to go... I don't want my name to this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I no, literally don't want my name to this. really reads into it well. Um, and my only son, I'll come out and out my hangover if you were worried. <laughs> like, that's such a funny line, because Ricky, and Steve laughs at that, because he's like, if you were worried, as in, as if the listeners would have been worried. Like, oh, God, is he going to get out of it? Is he going to survive? <laughs> I like the fact this is one of the few instances where he's he's actually drank water, and not because it was boring. Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Is it lemonade? lemonade? That's so, actually not that's, in my top quote. That's going to... Oh, can I I'll come to my next one so is there any lemonade and my it's not the, that bit it's like Steve going sorry like because that's what you would do like we've been paid to broadcast on a London based radio show we've been paid money sorry like sorry what do you mean like and you're asking, you want lemonade you're asking for lemonade so. <laughs> and also someone would have had to have gone out to buy them lemonade wouldn't they do you not think they've had to get an intern I or something? I think show, they would station would have had. Some and number day. three, you're disqualified from the comp. From the comp, the person who did that. <laughs> the person who did flaming lips. <laughs> <laughs> the person who did the rock busters. Yeah. He's yeah. taking it so seriously. And and then that's that's also followed up with um, that's one of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is a subtle one, very very subtle, but I've like. When Ricky, he's, he does these dialogues in his head. One of the things we love about Ricky is the word that we love him saying most, more than ever, in The Office. Winners. The Office, this, is... Yeah. 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 But he does a great one where he goes, they've still got the tags on. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't even be bothered to say Talking it. Talking like, about things we say often, I often go, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, you yeah. do, you do. But we both do, but you do particularly. I love it. What's love your it. next quote? My next quote, and this is number two. Don't don't bring your own. I've seen he's got two big bags on. When he's talking about DJ Shadow, who is actually still going. Is he? Yes, you he is. You looked into that. Oh, my God. DJ okay. Shadow, we can get tickets for him. But, 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 don't, but seriously, don't bring your own because don't he's got two big own. bags. He's got two big bags. Him. But he sounds so drunk there. I've seen him. He does sound got... drunk. But I think he's just hung over. Um, my, probably my favourite quote from the episode is, a wasp, never. A wasp, oh, really? never. Yeah, like, it's just, that's such a, good a great quote, A wasp, never. Because Ricky, it's just, it, and all these quotes, most of these quotes only work because of Ricky's laugh afterwards. And that's true. Which actually brings me to number one, which of course was going to be, and we've just mentioned it. He picked him up and put him in a wheelie bin. And yeah. afterwards, afterwards, I put Ricky Bursts. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Bursts, yeah, absolutely. But also, also when he says, um, the, I didn't put this in my top quotes, but actually when he says, um, there's a shadow somewhere, and he just says it, like, he says it, and he's got, like, that, child, be, like, so he's got that childlike cadence, what, what he does when he knows something he's saying funny, like, there's a shadow somewhere. And that's all you yeah, need to say, yeah. and Ricky, he knows Ricky will laugh at Well, that. can I actually add to that? 
because actually I've got a bit of XFM trivia here if you're interested. Um, I'm not interested, but I've actually found the original article from where that's from. It's called a, it's from it's called Strange Days, and it's saying allegedly an allegedly mythical character called El Petizo, a, a, tra- a shadow that attacks lone travellers at night, has been appearing in Salta Province in northern Ar- Argentina. Six people have reportedly been wounded by it and are treated in the nearest hospital. So it's legit. He has literally read this stuff. I don't think that's the article he read, is it? Yeah. Do you think? Found it. We well, don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm saying you don't know. Gary, that who sure. does the preparation for this show? Yes, but it's not good as preparation. I'm good as preparation. It's preparation. <laughs> it's a... uh, Gary, I want to wrap this up because I'm bored of talking to you, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, getting bored. A lot of people say that and, to me. And also, I want to invite listeners of the D Chart Spinners podcast to apply to this feature, which is XFM in the community. Yeah, okay. And next from the community, I've basically scouted the threads of this episode uh, on, on YouTube and I've found some quotes that might be quite nice to share with you, Gary. Uh, this is from Adam Jordanson. This is from four years ago. I lose myself in these XFM shows. It's like a form of escapism. I am at ease and chilled out and can listen for hours. Nice. nice. I, nice. Adam Jordanson. That's a strange name. Let's well, have a go at it. More. Adam Jordan. Carl is that's, so that's, right. That's a, na- that's a name. Adam, not Adam Carl Jordanson. Carl is so right about dragging out, educating Ricky. I really, really important things. I need to. I, I need to be doing right now. But I started listening. I can't turn off until they hear what's tomato with you. So much work not getting done. Yeah, that's a good comment. Yeah. This is from Green Circuit. This is from two years ago. Carl was at, was actually somewhat on the tomatoes thing it was in ancient Greece and people thought they were poisonous because they belonged to the nightshade genome that's true and I know that separately from my studies well, well, of, of tomatoes of criminology <laughs> no I do that is true they, the lead the lead um, reacted with the acid in the tomatoes I don't I don't I don't contest that for a second I don't doubt it Gary this is One from, more. This is from, oh, can I give you two more? Go on, two more then, yeah. Okay, I'll this is from Jake Bush. Gosh, Ricky is disgusting on radio. He has to hate himself listening back to it. You hear him breathing on every episode, and the sections of him eating and chewing are absolutely vile. Oh, fuck off. I mean, to be fair, I hate... Do you know the bit I actually... That's, that, that reminds me. I hate, in general, on people on radio, I hate people eating. Like, So, no, not, not in a, they're not doing it in a disgusting way, but when they're all eating crisps, I don't like that no, bit. No, I don't want to hear that. Oh, I don't like that bit I'm, at all. I'm actually quite pedantic about my, my eating habits. And both really, of us are. I think yeah, we're I both think so, like. Yeah. There's actually a podcast with um, the critic from the food critic from uh, a broadsheet newspaper. And uh, why don't you just, say what it is? I can't remember. Are you not allowed? Oh, I thought I thought no, you were no, like no. like we just, we don't I'm have permission. Careful, I literally can't remember. Like <laughs> Guardian, probably. And, no, yeah, you no, read it's the not Guardian. The, I do read the Guardian, but it's it's not. I think it's Telegraph. You read the Telegraph as well. Is that a racist newspaper? I don't know. Yes. I don't read that. Yes, um, so, it is. yeah, anyway, this guy, and he has one, and he has, like, guests on, and they order food, and they eat the food. It's disgusting. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, and my last one, this is from the Awesome Pawson three years ago. Got to hand it to them. Ricky can deploy dead air to devastating clarity. As much as I hate the ruthless treatment Carl endures at times, when his absurd statements are met with a few seconds of silence and the deadpan response, I crack up. Yeah, I think we both can uh, uh, confer with that, that 
Comments. I've got to wrap this up now because it's actually raining. It is raining <laughs> on all our equipment. <laughs> I put my phone in my pocket, but he's got his, he's got a My laptop's actually getting wrecked. Can so I just I just want to say one do. thing. Please Next do. week, okay, yeah. this is a little teaser. Yes, Next week is actually my funniest the funniest thing I think Carl Pilgrim's ever said on on any XFM show. Podcast don't guess it now, just let the listeners um, podcast XM show idiot abroad anything it's the funniest thing he's ever said next week coming up next week you my thing no don't, don't, don't guess it you don't get that on Radio 1 <laughs> you, do, you, you probably do sadly I'm Chris Moore I'm Radio I'm Radio Dave he's on Radio X radio now Dave. we'd be lucky to be on there mate um I'd also like, uh, before we wrap up the show, I'd like to uh, urge us to listen to the Dutch or Otherwise shows that we 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 broadcast yes, periodically. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, in the same in the same that. post, and um, basically. But, but what we might do, if you if you're listening, you know, in three months' time, we may have taken them off this. We're putting them on YouTube, possibly. We don't know what we're going to do with them, but they will certainly be on YouTube. If you search Dutch or Otherwise, they'll be on YouTube. But for now, they're in the same place, and basically, they're. But they might not be. If someone listens three months, and they're the, basically just tracking Gary and I's sort of creative journey and the sort of funny <laughs> escapades we get up to along the way. Sort of, sort of, it sort couldn't of be more boring, but. <laughs> Listen, da- download it five times so we get up in the figures. <laughs> Gary, I want to wrap this up now. Uh, like I said that before, but yeah, I really mean it do. this we, time. We really uh, both do. They introduced the feature. Um, I need a week. Yeah. <laughs> they introduced the feature, a song with a story. And every week, Gary and I... Thank you very much. Uh, Gary and I uh, like to... Uh, introduce a song to the D Trout Spinners Library and now if this show <laughs> if the show was being broadcast on radio you wouldn't get a cough like that but you also would you would, you would get music uh, between the, the <laughs> hilarious sections you're trying to say basically we give two songs and that's it yeah that's cool so my song that I'm going to put into my, and my favourite song with a story is a dedicated follower of fashion uh, by the Kinks, and that'll be available in the DJ Hut Spinners Library on Spotify. The playlist. To, to, you see, to me, that isn't a song with a story. That's it a is. song about the dedicated follow of fashion, but it's not. There's not a narrative there. I think the narrative is because I've linked it to my own time when I was but 22. Yeah, but there, there might be the case, but there's not a separate narrative. I think it's just. But it's it's a. He's a dedicated follower, follower of fashion. fashion. It's a great song. It's a great. It I is a great song, and it's it's just about this guy who goes. He, he sort of escapades around um, like uh, Camden Town, and he like checks on different, puts on different clothes, and he's like dedicated to fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's dedicated to fashion. All right, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, mine, I'll, I'll, mine is. But it reminds me of a special time in my life, Gary. <laughs> you just want to say that? I know, I know. I, I'm when not I was, take, I'm when not I was younger life. and sexier and had more going for me, oh. mate. What's your song, mate? Oh, well, actually, mine is similar. In actually, it's not a song with a story, but it's actually oh. it relates to what we're saying. It's it's. Bioasis, I'm gonna say, oh, isn't it? No, don't. Can we just can we just put like definitely maybe in the fucking? No, it's not like... definitely maybe. It's called Stay Young. And I like it's a that B-side. Song. It's on. It's on um, That's the master not a story plan. though, does it? No. Oh, yeah. Hey, stay young. You're and invincible. Because he now is gone. Uh, I, I really I, need a week. All right, <laughs> it's over. Let's wrap this up. 
My name has been Miles Pennell. <laughs> and I've been joined still by. Is Gary Forrester. It's always going to be Gary Forrester still, unless you I change it because you're an absolute. Maybe if I get married and I'm like, oh, you can take my name. That will never happen never, because we live in a post Me Too world and that will never happen. All right. What does that mean? I don't even know. <laughs> don't... All right. See you later. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. Oh, and like and subscribe as well. No, don't. It's ru- it's not worth liking and subscribing. Do don't like and subscribe. If I, no, hang on. My my advice to you. I'm gonna edit don't, it down. No, don't edit it down. <laughs> don't like and subscribe. Keep all that in. If you don't, I will never do this show again with you.